Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hey, hey. Hello. Music, uh, it's back, baby. It's good again. This, uh, we've been, we've been all over the world with our exciting and niche music tastes. <laughs> so, uh, this, this time we decided to dive into a little, uh, obscure little hole in the wall known as one of uh the most like well-regarded albums of all time yeah with our friend pince pince rogers nelson purple's rain um this is vh1 i love the 80s mm -hmm. i'm chris jericho (laughs) this album's good um and i'm just like i don't know fucking like Michael Ian Black or whatever, and I and you're I Alice, say, you're Alice Cooper's friend. I'm Alice. I was the the guitar tech for Alice Cooper, and I say Purple Rain was good, and then <laughs> it shows of like footage of Prince on a motorcycle. Uh huh. Uh, what what did you think of it? I I I liked it. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I will say, I will say, less horny than I thought it was gonna it, be. It's it's. Because the horniness is like concentrated in a few right. specific locations, which I should say it's a, it's sort of a small mercy to me because especially sort of in a let's say in a in a me too style world, it's sort of nice to not have knowing now sort of the let's say bevy mm-hmm. of a uh, of. Uh, allegations that Prince has received um, mm-hmm. that I that a cursory Google search brought up to me. It's really nice that this isn't just like a sixty minute sir psycho sexy thing. Yeah, he also he also talks about the Bible in it. So like, it, there's a lot of El- that's why I, I knew I could uh, hook you with that if you weren't already drawn in by all the the synth and the eighties reverb drums. Um, yeah, you could just say like, oh yeah, um, it, it's about uh, God actually. The things I'm saying, and he I, says I, that he does. He says it's about God. I didn't know that. This is like we just did Riot Paramore, where their album is like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I love rock and roll, but also mm-hmm. while you're here, come to my youth group on Wednesday night." Yeah, Riot Paramore is um a God album, like hidden as just like uh secular mainstream music, and this one's the the opposite. It's like it actually is about God, and you're like, "Wow, this is some normal music." Yeah, I, I love, I love, I love fucking in a hotel lobby next to a car, car and driver magazine or I love whatever. Cranking my hog in a hotel lobby. But also, there is one true God, Jesus Christ. The, yes, the Lord. Only He can save us. Um, first track we got on here. Let's go crazy. Could you tell it was it was church because it sounds like it. It does, yeah, because it's, it's funeral, which is typically where church. Mm-hmm. Funeral is where church happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds it sounds like the the music that they play at church. So, did you know that people about like Prince's death? People are like Heath Ledger about it. What killed him? Being really good at the Super Bowl. Well, people are saying that, <laughs> that's that's why Justin Timberlake did such a bad job on purpose. Uh huh. Because <laughs> he was just trying to look out for himself. Mm-hmm. But like, so this song is, this is the one where he c- comes up with a fun name for the devil, the elevator, mm-hmm. and he was found in an elevator, and it, which I found out from the Genius page. So it's all like Prince had a vision 
Mm-hmm. And he was warning us that in 2016, he was going to die in an elevator. Yeah, he knew that. So he he said, so in his song, he he, he said, I'm not going to be killed in an elevator. <laughs> he says in his opening track, Let's Eat Cereal, but, where he yeah. just has a bunch of predictions. Um, it's just, there's a bunch of genius stuff that's like, oh, it's really eerie that uh, it's grimly poetic. It's grimly poetic that Prince knew that eventually people die. Yeah, it's, um, who could forget the classic Elvis Presley song, I'm Never Going to Be in a Casket One Day. Yeah. And then, lo and behold. Blue suede shoes, parentheses, the shoes are a metaphor for death. Uh, that's, that's what the Grim Reaper famously wears. Yeah. Um, was it Prince, um, what's it, a Jehovah's Witness? I believe so, yeah, I, th- I think okay. I saw something about that. I don't know, it's just... Just, just thinking about. I was, I was thinking of what denomination is Prince, and I was like, yeah. Prince can't be Catholic. It's one of <laughs> one of. The, I don't think he's Catholic. I don't think Prince is Catholic. Yeah, I think if he was to wear the Catholic garb, I think during the Super Bowl performance, I think he would be sort of doing it in like the epic rock star way. Oh, kind of like a, a ghost, uh, like Papa the way that way. Big Papa Madonna style uh-huh. performance. Yeah. Um. I this 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 genius uh run through there's many more I mean we'll get to the legend of Father Tuple eventually but I feel like there were a lot more Father Tuples than I knew sure. but none of them were as uh like dramatic like I I just thought it was uh, like I'm not going to let the elevator bring us down like no I'm I'm staying up right. he's riding know? the tower of terror right now and exactly. he's like I'm staying up here boss but I guess it's the elevator, which is uh, the devil, right? Because that's the famous. The Bible says there's a stairway to heaven, and they're they're buying there's, it. There's the elevator to hell. Yeah. So are you? So are you? Are you mostly like a purple rain head, or do you? Are you familiar with a lot of Prince stuff? I I am a purple rain head, and then like all the singles. Because okay. and anytime it's like it's like astrological sexual feeling, I can't. Like, I don't get into that. Right. Also, because he has, like, 29 albums, and I'm like, okay, there's only so much of this I can take. Right. <laughs> and Purple Rain is just like, here's, like, the, this is the, like... Speed uh, run. The speed run version of the Prince catalog, yeah. And did you, did you saw the movie, right? Yeah, it's not good. Um, I've heard that it's not good. <laughs> it's not good, and it's, like, really funny, but not, but in ways because it'll be, like, a really stupid cut to something of like prince making a face that like you shouldn't be making while reacting to someone or like a really wide shot like pulling in extremely quickly of prince like slamming shit off of a cabinet or something uh-huh but the performances are good like yeah that's why he, he, he does music in it he sings his songs in it and he and he plays with his band and that's yeah. the good part so. Um, see, I don't know really anything about, about Prince very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two weeks, I was I was furiously googling, trying to figure out who this mystery man is. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I know him from the Chappelle Show skit, um, which, which is good. Which is good, <laughs> and not defending Dave Chappelle, right? But the skit is good. Are a lot of the jokes just sort of like haha androgyny? Yes, but yes. also a lot of the jokes are Charlie Murphy getting crossed over and selling it like Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that uh, skit came out when I was in eighth grade. So during gym class, we would constantly just be saying the two things we would uh, say from it are shoot the J, shoot it. Same. And and um, 
we 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 didn't even know probably that it was a song, but we would just like someone would hold the ball over the head and go computer blue, and then we'd like run into our fucking play. Yeah, I didn't know that, and I have I have once we get to uh, the two plays songs, mm-hmm. uh, I mm-hmm. have some I have some thoughts. Okay. But I just, did you know that renaming or coding the devil in various guises like the de-elevator is a classic prince move? I did not know this. So this is something he, he frequently does. He returned to repeatedly in his work. For instance, the devil appeared for as... Pinstance, but go for Pinstance, For instance, mm-hmm. the devil appeared as spooky electric during the love sexy era. The love and, sexy era. Okay. And as Gemini slash the Joker during the Batman era. <laughs> what? What? There's a lot. <laughs> when was the bat? When was Prince a symbol? Like I, what era was that? Me. You know that just, he did that though, right? Right. Like that's he, that's one of the things where it's like you're seven years old and you get the note cards that are just like, okay, so Prince used to be a symbol. Al Gore said that he invented the internet, and you just like yeah. sort of passively know that for the rest of your life and know nothing yeah. about the content. You get you get like the Trivial Pursuit study pack. Yeah, and then uh, which yeah. of these is, was Prince's name? And you have to pick the icon that that's closest represents it. Right. I was reading that sentence and I was like, surely there will be no cooler name than Spooky Electric. <laughs> me, me eating cereal. <laughs> uh, anyway, the song is good. It is. It is good. Um, I'm sorry that I, this is just gonna, I guess there's good, there's a lot of interesting uh, annotations on this one, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh. So did you, so this was apparently, um, this is when he was trying to actively bridge his white and black fan bases because, so he tried to add some conventional top 40 rock to his funk. Mm-hmm. And the reason he came to this conclusion, I found out, was after a disastrous opening gig for the Rolling Stones where he was literally booed off stage. Can you imagine booing Prince off stage? And do you know there was another opening act that the, that the audience fucking loved? Um, can I get a hint? Was it, like, fucking, I don't know, like, the Big Bopper or something? Like- <laughs> it was right before the crash. <laughs> um, yeah, and he went, hello, baby, and everybody just lost it. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> and Prince was like, oh, maybe I should add the sex appeal of the Chantilly Lace to my yeah. music. Um, there's a famous stand from JoJo's Bizarre Adventures Part 3, I believe, that's named after it. Oh, Vanilla Ice. No. <laughs> yeah, Prince, nobody liked Prince until the 90s. Uh-huh. I don't know. Hit me with uh, love the, I'm probably saying the name wrong. It's the Centerfold Band, Jay Gales. Jay, Jay, Jay Giles. Giles. The fucking Jay Giles Band. And fucking, like... <laughs> so apparently, like, this song is similar to, like, Freeze Frame, their other song. Uh-huh. Because because Prince heard Freeze Frame and he was like, "Damn, damn, this shit, this shit whips." Prince playing "I Will Die for You," I'm sleep. The Jay Guile band <laughs> playing Centerfold, real shit. Uh, it's so good. God. Um. Anyway, this it's a, it's a good. This is how, this is what you got to put for a first song on the album. Yeah. I I didn't realize I didn't think he was going to put Purple Rain last. That was a bold choice, but it works. Okay. Also, it is twenty five minutes long, so yeah, it, it kind of like lulls you into into <laughs> falling asleep, right? Um, it it's just it I I can't like Prince had such power 
in just being like fucking really good at every instrument that if it was me, I couldn't be like, okay, I'm going to write a like three minute, 35 second pop song. And also I can play every instrument that exists. Like it would yeah. not happen. That's the thing. Like, so, so this, so the revolution is his band. Yes. I, listening to this, and I, I guess that was like a newer, like we're, they weren't always Prince and the Revolution. It was just like Prince at one point, right? Yeah. Like I can't. I'm imagining a one man band scenario with every song on this uh-huh. album. <laughs> I mean, where it probably in terms of like creating the mu- music, he was right. like, he was like, Lisa, this is what you're gonna do on this track. Right. Like, I'm just I'm imagining a Weird Al style. He's got the sousaphone and the accordion in his in one hand. Uh huh. Um. I would be so pissed if I'm like, okay, another day of recording with the extremely talented artist Prince. Love being in his band. Um, I'm the bass player, and I'm going in today to record When Doves Cry. Can't wait to lay my track down and just ha- get a good single out there. Um, Anyway, good song. Next. But it's like, it's just, just a good, like, kind of guitar-driven, like, pop song. Like... That, then there's a little bit of synth, and then we immediately start getting into the weird shit. Like, track two. Yeah. The thing, uh, the, uh-huh. sorry if I, I, I was a little distant for the last 30 seconds. I was trying to figure out why my last note for Let's Go Crazy is just a bunch of information on minions. Okay. Um, I looked up that they're, they're, did you know that they're, like, purple minions? I did not know that. Yeah, so in Despicable Me 2, like, the bad minions are purple. I thought minions are bad, though. They're like they're like cool heels. <laughs> okay, they're so like they're, yeah, like, they're, they're DX, and these purple minions are fucking Bullet Club. Yeah, and okay. I was trying to figure out why I was looking that up, and I finally figured it out. It's because in the chorus he says, "Look for the purple banana," okay. and that's, that's all I got funny. to say about that. <laughs> listen, what else? Listen, can't say it better than Prince did. Uh, up next, we have "Take Me With You," and this song starts off so evil. Yeah, it's such an evil sounding synth, and then it's just like, ding, 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 ding. like what the fuck? <laughs> He's reminding you of hell, which he believes in. Oh, of course, I should have known. Um, this uh, track features Apollonia, who is the the love interest in Purple Rain, who is supposed to have, have like Prince was like she's gonna have a huge career, and then uh, kind of not. But. Well, that's uh, apparently uh, reading the Genius page. It's it's like. So this is a duet with Prince and Apollonia, mm-hmm. and it was released for the soundtrack. The duet was originally intended for Apollonia's debut album, but Prince said, "Actually, this is this is Purple Rain." Actually, Prince said, actually, I, I, think I'll t- I think I'll take your song and put it on Purple Rain by Prince. Yeah, I think it's going to be the second track on Purple Rain, but get, you'll get him next time. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, you'll definitely have a Purple Rain of your own, and it's going to be mine because I'm Prince. <laughs> I was also sitting here and I was like, I have heard the name Apollonia before and I've never been familiar with Purple Rain in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. And I finally went to to lyricsdaily.com or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it was it was a surprise. It was Stronger Kanye is the, the verse that I was yeah, familiar with. since Apollonia. Right. Come on. And then I, I was, I've always said that word, didn't know what it meant. I just assumed it was one of his albums or something. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's probably like a cool car. Like, yeah, I don't know about that shit. I don't know. Anyways, um, Genius hasn't been invented yet because it's 2006. Oh well. Yeah. Um. This is 
like really the, my main thing this this plays all of every song if if you didn't know of this album plays during the film purple rain and some of them are just like performances like let's go crazy and like the last like i would die for you baby i'm a star purple rain all those are just like concert performances and then some of the other songs are just like played over scenes of things happening and this is when he's like come on apollonia let's go to lake minnetonka and then he like fucking pushes her in and drives away or whatever (laughs) like uh and this is playing during their like fun romp out like having yeah, fun with each other before before, before the rift is formed. So. Right, before he realizes that he's just like his father. Uh, yeah. Exactly. There's so the chorus it's it's very it's it's Eddie, here's thirty seconds in a strip of paper, write yeah. a love song duet chorus. Mm-hmm. Write and, a song about not caring about what you do with your pretty baby. Okay, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> your pretty baby has just pushed you off of the quarry into the river. What yeah. how are you feeling? Uh-huh. And the, the genius, this is, you know, it says, with the most basic rhyme scheme, he enhances that he's spontaneously pouring off what is in his heart. Okay. I don't know. Like, I, that... I understand that he's a very talented, like, lyricist and artist, huh. so I, See, I know that... That's, I would give my students shit for writing about that, because you're just trying to make your simple point sound better. Yeah, it like, can just be simple. <laughs> like, like if you really wanted to argue it, it's like, oh, it's because it's a like a new relationship, and you know they don't have that deep connection yet, so it's just like surface level attachment or whatever. Yeah, you don't have you don't have to be Jesus era me saying, oh, when he says keep it three hundred like the Romans, and that's the wrong army. He's making a point about fake news media. Yeah, he's actually he's actually doing a trick to your mind to make it's you. Like, no, uh, he just thinks it sounds good. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, I, I don't have, like, that much for... This is probably my least favorite song on the album. Yeah, I forgot about it, honestly. Just because I feel like every... Like, the only... T- t- to me, personally, not to to shame any take-me-with-you-likers, like, the only interesting thing is the fucking evil zombie synth at the start before it turns into Pharrell Happy. There's so much fucking good synth on this album, though. It's... That's the only thing I would want if I if I could like be in the 80s for like a couple days like that's the only thing I would want to surround myself like everything else do not I do not see right. show me all the fucking synthesizers at 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 your studio and oh, just okay. press all the buttons <laughs> I, th- I thought you were implying that like in the 80s there was just ambient synth sort of anytime you were walking through the mall yeah and it depended on what like what area you were in like if you were in like miami it's very different than being in minnesota where yeah, this is what it sounds like because <laughs> big willie styles playing down there yeah exactly in the, in the 80s <laughs> It's a young Will Smith. Oh, I'm working on this track, but I'll. It's going to take a few years to crack. Uh, I think I need to do some more research. I think I need to see if my parents understand this track. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, next up, we have uh, the beautiful ones, but not not to be confused with uh, Marilyn Manson, the beautiful people. <laughs> I wish this song was Marilyn Manson, the beautiful people. Um, and the, the, the weird cool thing about this one is it's a very, like, slow ballad. It's like, oh, this is when, so, to get, to give you the lore, it's like, um, from what I remember of Purple Rain, there's, like, a rival, like, band guy or, like, label owner, and he's like, no, Apollonia is gonna join our label. And there's, a, there, there's a cool guy that's fighting against Prince? There's a guy who's a cool guy at, who's fighting against Prince. Yes, Prince is, like, the, ner- the underdog the- in this 
Yeah, Prince film. has like glasses that are taped in the middle, and he looks like Stephen Urkel. Yeah, it's it's like the fucking every um, it's like the <laughs> in in Tobey Maguire Spider Man, but instead of put like he puts on this the purple suit, and uh-huh. then and then he realizes that he can do cool shit. Right. Um. Anyway, it's like, oh, are you gonna choose this guy or are you gonna choose me? And then, um, she at first she chooses that guy, and that's why he made Darling Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's like you know, I need this. I this album does have fucking double bass on it at some point. You know, it's at the end of like, I, is it the song? I think it might be. Yeah, but, yeah, because it it starts like very slow ballad, and then he's just like screaming again, <laughs> like. But good, not like how I do it. I'm sure there's a story somewhere where it's like his drummer was doing the famous single bass, and Prince said faster, and then the yeah. double bass was born. Yeah, Prince Prince played it in a standard four four time, but he sped it up mm-hmm. in post and, <laughs> and told his drummer um, Billy Bones, "You got to do it like this." <laughs> so this, yeah, this is the friend zone song. Um, if I can just do my my song uh, annotation corner for this one. Mm. I got a real big kick out of the part where it's like, paint a perfect picture, bring to life, you know, the way that Prince, Prince sings. Yeah, like how Prince says it. Yeah. Uh, so user third C says, perfection is an illusion. Despite what we transfer to any object of beauty, what we objectify can't help but be what it really is and eventually shatter the illusions we created. Okay, fucking V for Vendetta. So Whatever. underneath, Zach uh, <laughs> says... How does it connect to the song? How does it fit schematically? And I'm Zach. <laughs> what are, can you show me the fucking blueprints for that comment you just made, dog? Can you, uh... <laughs> can, I, need, I need a geometry proof on that one. Let's open up this uh, genius comment in fucking AutoCAD and take a look at how the bones are looking, because... Yeah. Oh, time to do the annotation for Paint a Perfect Picture. Oh, uh, I got yeah. it. Um, Perfection is an illusion. The Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger, is a pro wrestler for all elite wrestling. Like, Mm -hmm. all right. Okay, and the vision of what... Schematically. And the vision is uh, what he is, in his mind, a Perfect Ten, top-of-the-card wrestler, does not match what the the viewership thinks, and they smash (laughs) the picture, him headlining. (laughs) Fucking all in. It's funny that his gimmick in 2020 is guy who uses a steel chair. Yeah, that's really funny. That's, listen, take what you can get. Yeah. (laughs) He was a guy who said that he was a number, and then he hit a guy with a chair and said, this is my wrestling gimmick now. Yeah. I'm the body slam guy. Watch out. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's going to be great. I'm going to have a whole new career. They call me the pinner. Watch out. I'll pin (laughs) you, or else I'll make you submit alternatively. Uh, do you want to go on to Computer Blue? Uh, I, yeah, I just, I think it's funny that he, uh, he says, if we got married, would that be cool? I think that's very fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking it's just about like, it. hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? And then he, he invents the pointing emojis together and says, what, what if we got married we in front of Lake, Lake Minnetonka? What would you well, do? Yeah. Uh, just kidding, unless. <laughs> uh, next up we have Computer Blue. Uh, Lisa and Wendy of the of the revolution lead us into this one um which is weird to me because i have two um my two of my aunts are named lisa and wendy but oh, yeah? uh th- they are they are my aunts and not uh in love in the revolution so okay <laughs> always a little bit uh weird for me there but sure uh 
<laughs> I, there's a there's a comment from at the part at the like is the water it's the, the like most sexual way to just ask a simple yeah. question yeah this is the the andre 3000 gets a call in fucking yeah. love below uh-huh uh wendy let's see we have we have a a quote from wendy here i, there, I love this quote there was something more interesting behind it but prince just gave us a piece of paper and said say this <laughs> we didn't even think it was this weird psychosexual lesbian thing i had no idea <laughs> thanks prince of course prince's fixation with the erotic possibilities of bathing are a lyrical obsession he would return to time and time again yeah i just had to send an email to my uh, dissertation committee and i said hey i'm changing my title to the erotic possibility of bathing uh, uh and you're, they're like uh do you have the schematics for this yeah uh, <laughs> how does it apply uh, uh, this is this is where i started i i flashed back to phase one Mm-hmm. And I remembered when we listened to famous album Dirty Computer, mm-hmm. and we found out that Pence was secretly on the ones and twos for some of it. Because mm-hmm. this you, one, you really felt that that you really felt that Dirty Computer influence in uh, Computer Blue. Now that you now that is sort of the you know I turned on Experience Share to help me out on <laughs> on the analysis on this one, but I I I also was like, oh, it sounds like Dirty Computer. Yeah. Um. God. Th- like. I don't. Let's see if. First off, let's see if we can find out what computer blue means. I do, I do not agree with the general consensus on what it means. Um, is one of the earliest examples of Prince's career-spanning use of computers technology as metaphor imagery. No. No. I've but, seen, uh, I've seen a, a lot of called, people. He has a song called E-Mail, but mail spelt like guy. Okay. So that's good. There's a, there, I've seen people that say... Now, again, before I finish the sentence, this album came out in 1984, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, oh, he's oh, talking God. about the famous Microsoft blue screen mm, when okay. the computer doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they had computers. They didn't. Let me just do a quick Google search. We're going to turn this into Carry Home for a second. There's the, I know when, Prince was wealthy at this point, but he had he didn't even have a computer room in 1984. That was like a 90s thing. did Microsoft computer happened uh 1975 so but that was when it was like that was when when it was like a fucking whole room that you would it would print out a paper that had a smiley face on it so yeah that's when they needed to shoot the rocket into space they had an imac and they Mm. they helped and then then bill gates jumped over a chair and the rest is history Mm -hmm. um i just tabbed over to to get some uh a little bit more information about computer blue which like the whole sec the the um the lyrics of the song take up like a minute and 30 seconds and the rest is just like everyone going fucking wild i forget and, about the lyrics in this and it's great because it's just like a synth solo like a sick guitar solo by the way hasn't come up yet if like prince is just one of the best if you're like a guitar guy posting on forums and you don't put prince in your like top 10 sickest guitar people Mm -hmm. fuck you like anyway that's just my my thing yeah Um, but he didn't play woodstock so he didn't play woodstock and he didn't play buckethead jordan so i don't think he could play buckethead jordan no offense prince very few can very few left you know he can he is fucking listed in the credits of buckethead jordan somehow yeah he is the only person to crack it um, Computer Blue uh, was originally conceived as a 14-minute opus. 
You know, you know, on the on the the album Purple Rain that has Purple Rain on it. <laughs> Computer Blue was the the original heavy hitter. Uh-huh. Anyway. But they said, "Oh, Prince, nobody knows what computer is yet, so that oh, can't okay. be the main thing." They're going to be like, "What is? What do I put this on my TV? I don't know what to do with this." Uh, but this, I feel like Wikipedia. Okay, widely regarded by hardcore f- Prince fans as a masterpiece. Like, yeah, only I true like... Prince. That, this is one of the three Prince songs that I knew about, and I oh, yeah, never only real about. Prince heads know about Computer Blue. Yeah. Uh. Time for a deep cut. Uh, to all my red hot chili heads, what I got you got to give it to your mama. Uh, only real hardcore chili heads know that uh, he's talking about giving it to your mama on that track. Uh, yeah. It's actually a reference to Sir Psycho Sexy, and his mama gave him to us by ha- giving birth. So uh, yeah, Sir Psycho Sexy, darling Nikki. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I I oh my god. Okay, hold on. First, uh. <laughs> I always appreciate when the last track of an album just, like, starts and, like, goes right into the next one. Like, doesn't mm-hmm. end, just perfectly kind of syncs up and continues. Right, yeah. Um, Darling Nikki focuses on the winding story of the singer's sexual encounter with the eponymous Nikki. Uh, criticism, blah, 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 blah. In fact, the, so anytime I put emphasis on a word here in this next paragraph, it means that it's in quotes. Okay. Okay, <laughs> sure. In fact, the song is deemed partly responsible for the music censorship moment of the mid-80s. <laughs> the story is that Tipper Gore, then wife of Al Gore, bought the, the album for her 11-year-old daughter. And then upon hearing this song, she was stunned, but then got mad. <laughs> this song killed Tipper Gore. This, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is the song that made Tipper Gore go fucking wild. Yeah, um, this is, maybe I'm just like you, my mother, Tipper. How do you buy a Prince album I for know. your kid? And you're like, yes, he's going to be, take me with you to the fucking malted shop, and we're going to get a couple, you know, candy bars and yeah. old hands. Well, I thought this guy worked with the Big Bopper. This isn't like him yeah. at all. <laughs> this, what is this he's look at this fucking album cover and you're like yeah i'm gonna buy that for an 11 year old yeah like okay tipper <laughs> sure. see, so, do you ever get so mad at an album that you start an organization like this do this... you ever get so mad at a tv show that you start a podcast collective about it no <laughs> okay <laughs> the fuck <laughs> So I I went to the PMRC. The they they invented like the the cool label that every musician thinks is cool and puts on their album on purpose. Uh-huh. Um and and uh, darling Nikki uh, is the number one on their filthy fifteen. Okay, which is their list of uh fifteen songs that they believe should be banned, mm-hmm. which also include Twisted Sister. We're not gonna take it. Mm-hmm. Cindy Lauper, Shebop. Okay. And uh, there's just a bunch of, like, Judas Priest, Motley Crue, ACDC. There's a song uh, by a band called Wasp called Animal Fuck Like a Beast, which that probably, that one's probably not. See, like, I could understand, like, okay, um, the, like... Oh, I I buy, I'm Tipper Gore and I bought my daughter the new Black Sabbath album. Yeah. And the song Trashed has drug and alcohol use in it. Like, Mm, yeah, okay, I understand why, why that would, you know... Be, be make a a tipper gore type person kind of pretty mad but um i like that this is the top 15 songs 
Like, okay. Um, Otherwise, perfectly uh, fine album, she says. Yeah, listen, if you if you want to put Motley Crue, Girls, 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 Girls on, no problem. But you're going to put Bastard on there, and I'm going to take issue with it. Yeah. Like, Tipper wants you to do what I did when I was 15, where I would listen to albums uh, explicit, and then I would, like, have my hand over the volume, uh, and I would turn uh, it down whenever they would say damn. Well, when Judas Priest, he's saying hell-bent for leather. He just likes to wear that mm-hmm. when he rides motorcycles in a heterosexual manner. No, uh, Judas Priest is number three with Eat Me Alive on here for yeah. sex. So when you're talking, but that song's that just actually you, you talk to Rob mm-hmm. Halford and he's just like, I just want to eat the burger. Like, that's all. Right. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. I love it when Robbie talks. Yes. I'm Rob Halford from the Beatles. <laughs> uh-huh. What are you doing here in India? <laughs> What's you doing here in Lake Minnetonka? <laughs> oh, no. I've become Australian. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Crocodile Dundee, isn't it? Uh, anyway. So can I share my, uh, favorite comment <laughs> since you did your Sure, go for it. This is from, uh, Sir Yoon, uh, 19 mm-hmm. days ago. So they were, mm-hmm. they were on the track recently. They were fun point bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said at the bottom of the track, Prince receives cock and ball torture. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're right. They're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just when it's quarantine and it's July 2020 and you're like, I gotta get out my thoughts on Nikki on a website somewhere. What's going on with darling Nikki? I have a Um, theory that I think it's about sex. um, I do want to just add to our kind of, uh, you know, lore about this album. Uh, There is the line, um, uh, I couldn't believe my eyes. She had so many devices, everything that money could buy. Um, She just had computers in her house. (laughs) And that was why that was why he made he put computer blue first to be like, actually, I'm going to jump out in front of you on this one. And she said, let me explain to you what a computer is. So you understand the next song. She says, Pince, let me show to you MS DOS. And he said, I don't like that. I don't like it's too dark. Make it blue. And then (laughs) she says, come over and play Minesweeper with me. Yeah. But I have work very early in the morning, but you can stay up and play it if you'd like. Mm Um, I'd also like to to mention in um, Purple Rain, the film, at Prince, this is a performance of the song, and it's at, like, the club that all the, like, up-and-coming musicians play at, and uh, Apollonia is there, like, witnessing the performance, and he's doing shit, like, he's fucking, like, crawling up, like, you remember in the Chappelle show skit where he's, like, humping the basketball? Yeah, like, he's, he's doing that shit all over, like, the catwalk of the club and, like, staring her directly in the eyes the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fucking wild. I, here's, okay, so we got to talk about the Chappelle Show skit. I always, until this morning when I checked, mm. I was all, I, I mean, I, well, I, I realized what the song was called when you made it for Fun Point. Mm. I always thought it was called Darling Pinky. Because... Did you, because did, Dave, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. Prince, in when he's at the top of the key, he says, mm-hmm. you know, he calls out plays, as you said, mm-hmm. and he says computer blue, which is correct. Mm-hmm. And then he says, darling picky. He says, darling picky to set a pick on Charlie Murphy. So that's what, but that's like, why couldn't you come up with one for computer blue, though? Yeah. Like, I um, finally realized, oh, you're setting a pick. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I, it makes me feel like. Every, I mean, actually, I could be missing a lot. Maybe I just, you know, it's it's over my head. Mm-hmm. But, like, every reference to Prince in that skit, I think I... I don't think Dave Chappelle ever listened to Prince, is, is what is my main thesis here. Or, yeah, it was it was originally just them saying songs off of Purple Rain, and then one of the writers said, what if we said Darling Picky? 
and then That's, yeah that neil left. brennan kicked the door down and said pick is what you do in basketball yeah and then they crossed that out and then wrote it on the script mm-hmm. um it yeah. is still really funny at the end of the skit when he's like suspended in the air and you can clearly see it's the so the straps holding him up it's really good he drops both hands and still is still <laughs> yeah. up there it's fucking it's hilarious like, it's really funny um d- how would how do you how is the magazine being used in your opinion yes i'm very glad you brought this up because i wasn't sure how to breach the topic i don't like to be blue on our podcast i just is she looking at like an adult magazine so is she doing the thing where like you roll up the magazine and you put it in your eye and then it looks like you have a hole in your hand uh you know let's let's take a take a little (laughs) let's look look at the text here um i met her in a hotel lobby well masturbating with the magazine she said how'd you like to waste some time and i could not resist when i saw little nikki grind one funny movie two um i the the part about nikki grinding that leads me to believe she's using the magazine as a kind of instrument right um but also (laughs) she's in the lobby either way she's cranking off in the lobby with like a magazine but it's like over her private parts so like no one else can see, but it's like, I mean, oh, you know what I, it's doing. fucking, it's 3 a.m. at the Motel 6, and I'm just like, hey, uh, hey, man, I just came mm. down to let you know the ice machine's busted. Mm. Um, oh, I can see that you're busy. All right. All right. Oh, um, should I come back? Sorry. Yeah. Hey, can I get like a, a late checkout? Is that, mm. is that available? Mm-hmm. Wake up call. Um, <laughs> so also, I, I met, this is where, this is where we cinema sins, darling Nikki, because she, they met in a hotel ro- lobby, but then, uh, he says she took me to her castle, which I can only assume is her house. Otherwise, her hotel room would just be completely full of sex toys and devices. And Right. She's a vampire. She's a vampire. She has a castle. She said, sign your name on the dotted line. That was the initiation. Like, that's to, that's to get somebody's we, blood drawn. You have exactly signature. Exactly. She was going to make. Uh, he, she had so many devices, like bloodletting devices, to get <laughs> blood from her victims to to drink because she's a vampire. Is that the, that's, that's the, always the castle, been your headcanon, huh? The castle started spinning, or maybe it was my brain. He had he lost so much blood that he's losing consciousness. So okay, that's and then out. and then she punched him in the dick and balls repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the locus of blood in the body, typically. Yeah, I have a sort of other reading on the song Mm -hmm. so here's the thing Uh, just like computers Mm -hmm. um dance move slash sex move of grinding i don't feel like that was invented until like the 90s or later either invented when clips made grinding it was invented when clips yeah did the did the salim bradley morse code and determined Uh and determined that this is the optimal beat to play on a school cafeteria table Uh (laughs) it's true i think the song's about skateboarding Okay. Because when I saw Nikki grind. <laughs> and she simply, she's like, hey, do you want to come over to my castle? It's fucking, it's, it's the castle level from Tony Hawk 2. Yeah. Tony, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me hit you with, so there's nothing overtly sexual once he mentions grinding, right? Mm-hmm. It just, you go to, you go to a place, the castle started spinning, that's you hitting a not a spin. Uh-huh. And then at the very end, he wakes up and there's a note that says, thank you for a funky time. Call me up whenever you want to grind. That's a note from Funky Kong. Okay. 
<laughs> and it had his, his stamp sealed below it, so you knew. Yeah, call I me up have, whenever you want to beat the level easier. I, I really like this, but just because I want to really push you to defend your fairy to sure. make it true. I have one um one little hole to poke in it. Sure. She was masturbating with a magazine. So how does that play into the skateboarding? That was uh, that was a different person. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. It makes sense then. All right, yeah. I think I think any any of our theories are true. Can I just yes. So, yeah, before we before we go to the the cash uh place. Um she says in the how she said how do you like to waste some time line? Mm-hmm. Um just fucking so the annotation says wasting time is a euphemism for sex, a bit so subtler than the previous lines. And okay. then a, yeah. Jay-Z Berger pops in and says, waste some time to sloth to religious connotations to Nikki is the devil is one of the biggest stretches I've ever seen on this site. That's, yeah, like, he already talked about the devil in, but I, I, that, that's definitely like, okay, Prince said this is a one, a concept album, so everything has to be related, and it's about the devil, so here we go. Yeah, I, d- uh, I don't think that this is referencing the homunculus sloth. Yeah, yeah. In- Prince Prince said, "Oh, she really uh, the the castle started spinning, and also what spins around is the uh, area of a of a circle, which is one of the layers of hell that Satan lives right. on. Right, and it's also like, the shape of an areola. Yeah, it's also the shape of a nipple, which Tipper Gore said is not allowed. It's <laughs> <laughs> what cost Al the election." Let's check in with the Patreon. Dot com slash postgamerthrones. If you like all the words we just said, you can donate to us. Uh, $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including Carry Me Home, that I do with producer Kim. That's about Jim Carrey, movies, and t- TV show. Uh, last episode about TV show funny, which some people call kidding. That went up. Yeah, um, people are coming up with different names all about, about it all the time. People are calling it joking now. So, yeah, it's strange, yeah. but true. Um, and Words and Deeds that I do with Brooks, that's about Metal Gear. Next episode coming up this month is about, uh, part, Act 4, I think, of Metal Gear mm-hmm. Solid 4. And that's when, that's when, a uh, long time, uh, you as a long time Metal Gear Solid fan, Brooks, you're really gonna have your, like, your fandom, like, investment pay, paid off because, oh, okay. Because a little love. girl will make a plate of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll say just like the last episode. Awesome. At $5 a month, you get all that. Plus, you can request albums for us to listen to on Funpoint, and you get shoutouts at the end of episodes when Patreon works, and we always remember to do it. And at $10 a month, you get all that. Plus, special user status in Discord, and we'll create a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling. Patreon.com slash PokemonThrones. Thank you. Next up, if we finally reached it, Funpoint Legend. <laughs> the titular song. When Doves Cry song rips dude it's such a good fucking song the fucking the the synth or the xylophone or the keys or whatever when they come Uh, in forget about it uh i feel like we should if if you're not familiar with every stupid thing we've ever said you may have heard of reference someone named father tuple yeah uh and i'll find i'll go on the record for anyone here who has it as most with most of our jokes it's not something that we actually said and just something one of us has heard once Yeah, yeah um Kim one day was driving home from work and there was a segment on the radio where people send in, which Kim listens to apparently, that 
there were like, oh, send in like misheard lyrics of songs. And uh, one person called in and said in Prince, when doves cry, instead of hearing just like my father, too bold, they thought it was just like my father, Tuple. And Tuple is uh, the name of Prince's father. So uh, there is no B or D in the word bold that he says, though. He he does say maybe I'm just like my father to the like that's what it sounds like. Yeah, like it it's it's beyond a Laurel or Ganny situation. Like he doesn't yeah. say bold. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. I've checked. I counted. Like there's no B. Um, I know the linguistic side of Fun Point Family will say, oh, B's and P's and D's and all that shit are very similar linguistically with the tongue, but no, it's um, a B. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'll give you the um the code right now. It's A as in apple, B as in tuple, C <laughs> as... <laughs> How do you spell tuple? To me it's I think I spell it T U P L E, but I think the double O is funny. Yeah, uh, I think I I got to ask. Let me text Kim right now. Um, Just what Prince's dad's name? <laughs> yeah. She'll she'll get you back. How do you spell Prince's dad's name. King? Okay. <laughs> uh, Prince joke. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll help Kim back. She's at Target right now, so hopefully she'll not get distracted by you know, all the delicious treats in the candy aisle right. that she's buying for me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> T-U-P-U-L, tuple. U-L, that's okay. That's bold. That's bold. <laughs> no, I got it. I said, how do you spell Prince's dad's name? Tuple. T-U-P-U-L. Can I get a Wendy's Kids meal? (laughs) (laughs) Can she? Yeah, I mean, why not? And then the next text was, or are we going to have dinner soon? And how can I deny? (laughs) Anyway. Bro, let Kim get a Frosty, though. Bro, Kim, as long as I can can dip some of my fries in the Frosty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah. Anyway. I'll, dip into, I'll dip into the Patreon budget. <laughs> get a fucking four for four or whatever. Anyways, uh, Prince eating cereal. He will never be able to dream. Of- <laughs> I just love starting your song with dig, if you will, a picture like, okay, I'm digging it. Um, This. Again, no bass in this song, which like. I would be mad. Typically, yeah, you, you, you like bass. Yeah, I like the bass. But, like, I I feel like I didn't even notice it until I that was pointed out to me. And then I was like, oh, yeah, because the song is just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, um, a thing that makes me really mad is whenever this is on the radio, again, which we just said I'm a big fan of, after, like, the last chorus, it just ends. Like, it stops before the fucking guitar solo and the synth solo. Oh, that's no good. Which is, like, not... Come on! Right. That's like hearing about Prince's mom, but not his dad. Exactly. You don't get the full picture. Um, And I mentioned this in uh, Fun Point Chat earlier that... Uh, was it Dr. Funk or Dr. Fink or whatever? The, Dr. Fink, yeah. The keyboard player in the revolution. Um... At, for the super sick, like, neoclassical synth solo or whatever, Prince played it at half time and then sped it up to normal time and said, now do that. <laughs> so he said, you're going to do this alive every night and you're never going to fuck it up. <laughs> I will never go into an elevator. Yeah. 
um i will say that the music in this is so good that like i re- i don't care for the lyrics very much like i mm-hmm. think that like the, just the i'm i'm viscerally repulsed by the idea of somebody's sweat covering me yeah like, that's a very disgusting <laughs> image to me and i understand that it's like oh we're you know we're in the hotel lobby right now mm. but like keep your sweat to yourself but, like like it's um not to be like, oh, politicians are stupid, but like, no, hey, you would only, say it. Um, oh, bro, I'm about to fucking go off on Tipper Gore. Um, <laughs> like, that's the most upfront. Like, darling Nikki is just a very like literal. We are having sex and doing sexual actions, but this is so fucking. The sweat of your body covers me. Like, can yeah, you that's... feel the heat between me and you? I'm like, on Nickelodeon's Figure It Out, and this one of the slime buckets is filled with sweat, and it pours on me. That could and, be anything. And this one, it, it not only is that, like, the most, like, evocative sexual, like, imagery there, but also you're mean to your mom and dad in this song, which right. kids can just not have. So. This, is a, this is a song about Prince getting sweaty and then getting diarrhea. Yeah. The whole verse three is all about tummy trouble. Tummy troubles? Okay, yeah, see how it trembles inside. (laughs) Me at the GI doctor. Touch, if you will, my stomach. Do that weird thing where you always, like, touch the stomach and say, how does this feel? And then the the doctor says, says, okay, I'm going to go get your lab results. And I say, don't make me chase you. Even doves have pride. So... so most most f- famous parts of the song obviously other than father tuple one synth solo two sick guitar solo um my favorite part of the song is the backup vocals on like the last chorus where it's like alone in a world so cold and he's just in the back going like so cold yeah that is good really good <laughs> baby baby <laughs> that's that's the best part of the song he's good at singing i will say mm-hmm. hot take anyway. hot take prince is good um, anything else for Father Tuple? No. No, it's, it's, it's just whips ass. Anyway. Um, up next we have I Would Die For For You. Uh, this song fucking whips ass, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard for me to get into because it's so close to the famous track from Red Hot Chili Peppers, By The Way, mm-hmm. I Could Die For You. Mm-hmm. That it's really confusing because that's a really boring song. Okay. Where Anthony Pepper just goes, I could die for you. And this song is good. So it's hard to sort of tell them apart. But in my head, anytime I see the, oh, I'm about to listen to I Would Die For You, mm-hmm. I tense up because I'm, oh, no, I'm about to listen to Anthony. Uh, and and, and they, they flipped it around because when Dub's car has no bass and this song starts with the cool like bass slide, like the doo, and then... It kicks in, which I'm a big fan of. I'm also a big fan. We, we all have a lot to love in this song, because mm-hmm. this is also where Prince says out loud, this is a Christian song. This is a Christian, yeah. Uh, it is it's like, oh, cool, I'm not a woman, I'm not a man, I'm something you'll never understand. Wow, that's very, like, I didn't think Prince would, you know, for a mainstream album, that's a very kind of uh, progressive thing. It's about being Jesus and God. So. Right. <laughs> oh, all right, bud. Damn, alright, never mind. I did I did stumble across some like Christian Prince forums where they were talking about like whether, <laughs> whether this was like good because he's saying that it's good that Jesus would die or uh-huh. it's bad because he's 
being God. He's yeah. Jerry's a lot of, a lot of split people. Mm-hmm. Um, I I gotta tell you, there's another Father Tuple, uh, for me in this song. That in, in many years ago when I first heard it, in the chorus, like I would die for you, dar, dar, when he says, "Darling, if you want me to," I my first listen, I thought he said. Is he say dying if you want me to? Because like that's kind of established in the previous line, so just rephrasing it, building kind of redundancy. A bit a bit redundant, but okay. I didn't realize that the chorus was like a fucking Twitter line break joke. It, like he had it's literally like you colon, I would die for you. Cop yeah. starts break dancing. Like it's yeah. I didn't realize that it was him saying you saying I would die for you. Yeah, darling, if you want me to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, also they do cool in in the movie, and maybe they did it at actual concerts. He does like I when they sing this part, they do it real quick. He like points to his eye, you know. And I forget, oh, I forget. when gets iPad would die, and then he goes four and puts out four fingers and points and says you. So it's Tony Chestnut, and he po- points to various body parts. Yeah, exactly. I like when he says, "I'm not a human, I am a dove," because it makes the prior song make sense. Yeah, exactly. There was a, I was like, why is he singing about birds? This doesn't make any sense. He couldn't call the song This Is What It Sounds Like When Prince Cries. <laughs> then, yeah. And then, because yeah. then he does it at the end of the song and it would be redundant. Exactly. See, there's just too much, too much repetitive. You need right. a little bit of repetition, but you can't. That's true. Um, anyway. Um, a thing, again, just about the, like, weird vocal inflections and stuff. At the end of, like, that verse or whatever, and he's like, uh, uh, "All I really need, like that." Yeah. If yeah. I like, I know, like, if I was writing a song, I'd never be like, "Ooh, I think I need to go ah, ah, ah in this part." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'd be like, "Ooh, that's too close to ooh ah ah ah,", ah so I'm not gonna yeah, do that. I'll just hold out the one regular note. Yeah, I'll just say it in a normal style without any modulations or anything mm-hmm. interesting. So. Yeah, me recording Gangnam Style. I think I'll go. Oh. oh. Oh, baby, I'm the big papa. I'm in, I'm in the Gundam district. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he says. That's where he was flying to. Uh, the song whips ass. Like, what What else What else can I say? I um, can, It's better than the next song. Yeah, next up we have Baby I'm a Star, which is like, it's fine. But there's nothing that stands out. Like, every other song has something that's like, ooh, this is the little, this is the treat, you know? Like, this is mm-hmm. the thing that makes this song special. Um, and Baby on the Star is, like, everything else that's already been on the album, but, like, just toned down a little bit uh-huh. to me. I noticed that he says that he still doesn't have any money, which is a famous callback to... Ain't got um, no money. Honey Prince. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one also has the backmasking in it. Which I was, uh-huh. I was briefly incredibly obsessed with in high school. Yeah. Like the fucking... And, and apparently he says fuck in it, so that's how you know it's like... Yeah, he he he, he went up to another group of women and mm-hmm. gave them a sheet of paper and said, say this into the microphone, and they did. Mm-hmm. I'm um, doing it backwards. Can, I, can you scroll down the, like, on the main page? Do you scroll down and you see the image of Prince, like, turning back to the camera and there's, like, that purple glow around him? Was on the, the on the genius page? The purple glow. It's it's an image of Prince, like below the like. Oh the yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the final shot of the film Purple Rain. 
And it has the like Mr. Krabs panic filter over it. Yes. Like yes. <laughs> because this is the song that that plays like uh in the film this, first they play Purple Rain and everyone's like holy fuck that was simply epic. And then they end the movie by playing Baby I'm a Star because like he's famous now. I mean, I guess. Like yeah, it's not great though. Like But, but you like, can't you can't end a film with Purple Rain, the song, and then everyone, like, is happy and cheers. That's, yeah, I guess. Mm. That makes, uh, see, I actually, I glossed right over this Prince image because the one underneath it is the main thing I wanted to talk about this whole episode. This motherfucker did the Austin Powers bit at the Super Bowl halftime show. He did a dick with strange, like, balls that are kind of like a, a like bunch of bananas. He said, oh, oh, Vanessa, put the hamster in my bag, baby. And then he's, she's putting it into, like, a bag, but it looks mm-hmm. like it's, it's going into Austin Powers' butt. And Prince said, I'm going to do that at the Super Bowl. And everyone liked it. I remember I did. I said, that's funny. Yeah, he said, this is going to be the coolest thing that I'll see at the Super Bowl halftime show until uh, Bruce Springsteen puts his dick on the camera. Bruce Springsteen will never slide his dick directly into a fucking red camera lens at the Super Bowl. This shark on the left of Katy Perry will never dance funny. (laughs) Anyway. It's alright, like... Yeah, it's fine. it, It seems like the, you know, the most... They, they said, listen, we really can't make this album eight tracks. You gotta get at least nine on here. Right, Prince says, I can only write eight good songs. Exactly. Put, yeah, Prince said, I can't do anymore. That's it. Um, I'm all checked out. Even You can even tell that the people writing the lyrics on the Genius Pager board, because mm-hmm. in verse two, it's like, but honey, I know ain't nothing wrong with your ears, oh. Mm-hmm. They, wrote, they write it as ain't nothing wrong. And I went back and I looked and he says nothing and it's not mm-hmm. meant in the, the funny way. I really feel, let me see if I can get some more, some more uh, Baby on the Star info. Because this really feels like, okay, we need a song to end the movie. I was like, also like, that's one of the songs he played at the Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, um, no, just play it and they like it. Well, it was the B-side on the Take Me With You single, so... Right. Was it, it wasn't a single itself, let's just put it that way. Yeah, get fucked, Prince. <laughs> what do you know? Anyway, let, can we talk about Purple Rain? Yeah, let's talk about, yeah, now that we're an hour into the episode, let's talk about Purple Rain. Purple Rain, parenthesis song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not one of my my favorite songs of all time, but I do think it is one of the best songs of all time. Right, yeah. Like, if it's it's obvious i mean there's the fucking album is called it but it's like i really kind of appreciate when the artist has like this is that song for them like if you the one song that's like what is this artist like yeah you know? mm-hmm. um it was i did find the thing that was really funny that he called up one of the guys from journey and was like hey is this song too close to faithfully and they're like no it's fine <laughs> he said no i think this is going to be a number one record I think you've really got something, Prince. Can I get can I get hit you with a quote from uh, Dr. Fink? Yeah, please. About this song. We kept running into Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band. <laughs> after one I hate of the it shows, when that happens to you. After one of the shows, Prince asked me what made Seeger so popular. I said, well, he's playing mainstream pop rock. Michael Jackson and Prince were breaking ground, but there was still a lot of segregation on the mainstream radio. I said, Prince, 
if you were to write something along these lines, it would cross things over for you even further. That does very much remind me of like, everyone's coming up to me with tears in their eyes and they're saying, Prince, Prince, write a song about rain. I love rain. Like, it does very strike me as that. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. They hear the saxophone and turn the page and they say, Prince, why can't you do that? Prince, we're getting the most beautiful synthesizers. I'm going to play a neoclassical solo. We're looking very strongly into getting we're, the saxophone the face of Purple Rain. We're looking very strongly into getting Dr. Fink to play this solo at twice the speed. <laughs> People say, anyway. Prince, I like listening to your album, but I'm I'm from Brooklyn now. And <laughs> <laughs> Prince, they, I want to listen to your album, but I also want to watch it. How can I do that? Hey, Prince, they come up to me in little Italy and they say, I want to see the songs on the silver screen, but I do not want my daughter to hear the darling Nikki Prince. Oh, Prince, I want to I want her to smell it. Make me some pancakes after basketball Chappelle show. Prince, I want to envision you in a picture, Prince. Of you and I engaged in a kiss, Prince. Prince, do not go into that elevator! Prince, can you guess where I am from anymore? <laughs> I'd be God. so fucking pissed if I was searching Apple Podcasts for like Prince analysis. I I, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I'd be so fucking pissed if I donated to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thank you so much. Yeah. You, Did you know you're, that... you're enabling this. Uh you you like it. <laughs> <laughs> you love to hear it. You do. Did you know that this song got owned by Wake Me Up before you... I did not. Oh, yeah. Fucking Wake Me Up. Listen. Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Fine song. Great pop song. It's no fucking Purple Rain, though. <laughs> like... here's, my, here's my here's my thing. It also it just fu- started fucking storming outside, and that's another thing that people are like Heath Ledger Joker about, where like mm-hmm. it started raining at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. when Prince said Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. And the rain was purple, and Lady Gaga jumped off of it because they had Just purple lights. That. I, it's it's that's um the like uh correlation does not equal causation. You have to flip it around and realize that he only performs Purple Rain when it's raining. They said they yeah. said Prince, it's gonna rain in five minutes. Vamp, and he said, oh, I guess I'll fucking play Baby I'm a Star. I guess I'll play Baby I'm a Star. God, I guess I'll just I'll I'll play an extended version of the uh, When Doves Cry solo. So yeah, I don't think anybody will mind. I gotta um, tell you, mm-hmm. is Purple Rain a better song than Wake Me Up Before You Go Go? Sure. If I'm on a deserted island and I can bring one, holy growing lamb. You're yeah. You're probably gonna do a little jitterbug at the start before you. you I'm know, gonna need to keep my spirits up a little bit before you start thinking about your weekend lover. You're gonna get a little boom boom into your heart. So yeah, it's good. As funny as it would be for Derek Zoolander to have a gasoline fight while. Rain plays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm God. going wham on this I, one. I'm the I'm the guy who put the um in the annotations here. I'm the guy who wrote instrument instrumental outro three minutes and forty six seconds to eight minutes and forty seconds. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is like the the fucking like first bend on that solo is just ah chef kiss. It's it delightful, is, it is really good. Also, um, one. Prince is in my list of artists that like you just shouldn't cover them because you're you would always be doing a worse version. Right. The only one I know like right now is like just don't try a Queen song. Like don't do it. It's not going to be as good. Mm-hmm. 
also <laughs> n- never try to play this fucking song on guitar because you can't do it. It's not going to sound like Prince. Don't even try. No. Do Jordan Buckethead instead. Do Jordan Buckethead instead. Yeah. Do um, Guns N' Roses, whatever song was banned. Sweet whatever. Child of Mine is the most fun song to play on Guitar Hero 2. Yeah. No, no arguments here. Really fun. Mm. Um, let's let's see if anyone can tell us if one is uh okay on a symbolic level. Let's see who did who who's uh could, oh we got four people on this one comment about what purple rain means. Purple is the color of good judgment. It is a color of people seeking spiritual fulfillment. It is said if you surround yourself with purple, you'll have peace of mind. So it's kind of just about the vibes. People just say whatever they want about colors. I mean, I do like. Like, in critical media studies, people will say, like, what colors represent. And, like, they're right, but also, like, sometimes it's color. Sometimes it's color. One, I know the Minnesota Vikings have purple. So maybe it's a Minnesota ting- thing. A Minnesota ting. I became Drake for a second. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, the the artist is Prince, and, like, purple is associated with royalty. So, Yeah, like, that, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Well, like I could go on the genius, and I can say purple represents doves, and people would be like, "Yeah, that's true." Purple represents doves because uh, the the red of their blood mixed with when they dive into water, it becomes purple. Yeah, purple is a reference to Heinz Funky Ketchup that was released around the time of this album's release. Let's say, okay, come on. Prince said, "When there's blood in the sky, red and blue equals purple." You know, when there's blood in the sky, Prince Purple Rain, <laughs> Prince Rain, <laughs> Purple Rain. Pers- the end of the world and being with the one you love and letting your faith slash god guide you through the purple rain god that's so funny that this is a christian song it, seeing it prince is, in the rock universe it really is when you're holding your hands with your sweetie and it's the um apocalypse yeah huh. anyway i really want to see you <laughs> that's what he says in this one yeah also i i do like when he goes let me out that's how you know he's like a cool like rock star guy right um oh in the um if you can click on where uh it's verse three honey i know times are changing click on that and look at the image that next to it and that's like the villain from uh purple rain the film this fucking guy morris day yeah morris day was gonna uh this is the cool jock that incel prince is exactly (laughs) the the virgin prince all right. <laughs> I think he looks cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, Good that's, shit, pur- Morris. <laughs> that's purple rain. Thanks for uh, listening to us do those fucking voices for a really long time. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks but. to this album for letting me know that the revolution isn't just like a funny thing. Dave Chappelle Prince called his basketball team that it's actually hey. the band. Yeah, that's 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 the band. Um. What's up next? Is it questions or Slap City? Slap. Slap City. Let me pull it up quick. Uh, screw up. Oh, Ultimate Gogo Bordello just started playing, and I was very confused. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I went first last week, so you're up. First uh, I didn't have a I didn't have a a good one this week, so fuck it. Mid eighties, Rock Me Amadeus, Falco. Okay. The gold oh, mix, not the fucking it, American version. The is good that, one. Is that Amadeus? Amadeus? That one? Yeah, dude. Okay, cool. It's um, good. I, I yeah, I agree. I could you go in I'm I'm picking pints. I was thinking about I I was thinking about going little red corvette, but I feel like that's um the obvious You already pick. did red corvette, so Exactly. So I need a different song about uh a different shade of of red. 
I'm picking Raspberry Beret by okay. Prince, which is for the two months that I worked in retail, this was on like the playlist and it was the only song that was even like remotely bearable. Mm. Was that it like it, was it like after he died so they were playing it or was it just on? It was after I think it was after when did Prince die? Twenty sixteen. Twenty six no, it was before that then. Mm. So it was just on. And it was just like, oh, funny. This a very a problematic song because the the love interest. So he's like, well, she's not that good looking, but she wore a red hat, and then we had sex at Old Man Johnson's farm. Okay. So it it just it's just a a, a nice little pop song that's just the exactly doctor recommended order of misogyny that you you take uh-huh. when you make a top top forty hit. Tipper, please help. Yeah. Uh, let's check in with the questions. We post the questions on Twitter day before record, which usually means they go up on Friday at you love to hear it on Twitter. Uh, first question this week comes in from Neve Noel at Nickel Wolf, friend of the show on Twitter. Which symbol would you legally change your name to if you could? Emotes are on the table. Surf guy. Guy surf surfing. Guy? guy surfing. Um, I want I want to as a publicity stunt. I would change change my name to the mood face. Okay. But then, like, three days later, change it back so I could be the artist formerly known as Mood. That's pretty good. So that's kind of my plan for that one. <laughs> good plan. Um, let's see. Antigone K on Twitter, Black Lives Matter, at, let me click it, at Antigone Pro... You know how to say it. I don't. Okay, <laughs> we'll learn. <laughs> what if his name was really? What if his name really was Pince, and he was just a crab that was always pincing people? Just something fun to consider. What if I he, like it? What if he played guitar crab core style? I think it would go. Be pretty good. Stephanie, friend of the show, Age of Oddish on Twitter says, "Have y'all heard the cover of I Would Die for You by Churches? Because it slaps. I have not." Haven't. <laughs> gonna have to throw gonna have to throw that one on when we're done uh yeah. recording. See see if it breaks the law of Eddie's law of Prince uh, covers. Oh yeah, I yeah, I did. Listen, I gotta um the only way it would be good is if it's like completely different. Like right. that's the only way you could make it Prince cover better. It's gotta be Nightcore. Exactly. Um finally from Stephen Moore, Marshmallow on Twitter. With all the stands that are named for Prince songs, what would Prince's stand be? I mean, I saw this one, and I have an answer that's that's very obvious in hindsight, but you m- might not uh, go to immediately. So, th- the thing is, like, there probably is a stand called Purple Rain, right? Um, there there is a um, oh no, it's Purple Haze feedback. That's different. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> uh, here, I'll look it up for you. I'll say purple, rain, JoJo. Um, there is a stand called Purple Rain. In what a note, this is like a fan, a fan thing. Yeah, there's Purple Haze, but there is no official Purple Rain. I mean, there's probably like songs, like probably I don't know. Yeah. There's probably a, st- a stand in Part Eight called like When Doves Cry or something. So what's your what's your prepared answer? Oh, the Revolution. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, and it, it's like um, like a, a harvest style stand where he can summon like band members to do and his bidding. Cut people's heads off. Exactly. Yeah, and get them drunk. 
What if it's okay? So it's purple rain, and the ability is whenever you get within stand range, within six feet, you get amnesia and you forget where you are and who you are because Prince, his name was a name that was a symbol. So it's like okay. your name and your memories become a symbol, and you can't read it, so you don't know Ooh. where you are. You okay, what if what if it's called? Uh, what if his stand was called? Um, I would die for you. And when he activates this, he says, "Bet you can't." Do this. He uses Destiny Bond. Yeah, he says, "Bet you can't do this in <laughs> in Lake Minnetonka." And then he, you both immediately <laughs> die. And also, Apollonia jumps. Yeah, <laughs> um, Apollonia is a long distance stand. <laughs> she, she works like on her own, but yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, at you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you for the questions. Um. I believe we've reached the point where you kind of lay some some that new hotness on me. Yeah. Here's my here's my thing. Uh-huh. I like I uh I like music. I mm-hmm. I was looking at our the albums that we've done and aside from I believe Blood Sugar Sex Magic, I haven't picked an album that was pre-911. Okay. And I think that's disgusting to me. Like my, I think my average date of album is like 2010. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened in the, the Democrats lost the house. That was a bad mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. We hate it. So I want to take you quite a ways back. To the to, distant year of 2000, of 1999. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is the sixth studio album. Mm. When you start a sentence like that, I know it's going to be good. You know it's going to be good. It was released on August 30th, 1965 by Columbia Records. Oh, Jesus. By an American singer-songwriter. Okay, so it can't... Oh, fuck, I know what it is. Yeah, you do? I thought, well, it can't be the Beatles, so that's good. They're and, coming. And then I, I realized that... Uh, Who did the what, Beatles famously hang out with? Well, you know, we are in phase two, Um of the podcast, so you could say the times they are a change in. <laughs> it's not that one. But okay. yeah, we're gonna do Highway 61 Revisited. Oh, so he called it Highway 61? Yeah, it's a it, he sings it's an album about a it's like Rolling Stone ranked it number four in the five hundred greatest albums of all time. So this is going to do for do for you what Purple Rain did for me. So now I'll be able to impress people by saying I know Purple Rain is I can't wait. Does he does he sound like that the whole time though? No, if, the thing is, I picked one. I've been agonizing over because uh-huh. he has like these discreet. Now he's been on a tour for forty years, so his voice isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. He he sounds like Tom Waits now, yeah, in, in a bad way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like in the beginning, when he was like, "I'm and blowing in the wind," like. That was all acoustic, but then midway through his through his prime, I know he went uh, electric, and everyone was fucking pissed. Right, so this is like his second major electric Dylan album. So okay, he has electric rock- Dylan, the fucking worst version of Electric Lady. That's <laughs> true. So so Dylan uses rock musicians as his backing band on every track of the album, except for the closing track, the eleven minute ballad row. We'll see you next. Fun point. Where we'll listen to Highway 61 Revisited, and we'll all like it and clap. We'll all like it and clap, and y'all listen to it too, and send us questions on Twitter at you love to hear it in two weeks. Thank you for listening. Too, and we love it, and we're happy, and we know it. And like Pharrell said, we are happy. <laughs>
You're gonna like it. I I listen. I I'm gonna go in. I don't go into anything wanting to hate it. I want to have a good time. Oh, yeah, we understand. I, I was know. still more caught up on the fact that I was really still just thinking about like world renowned producer music legend Pharrell really called the song just called called like I'm happy and and it played nonstop for like and seven Shinsuke months. Nakamura was in the music video. And Shinsuke and Nakamura and Kazuchika Okada were in the music video saying that I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, re- 2011, rest in peace music. Man, I wish that music was still like Bob Dylan in 1965. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's uh, got like a Rolling Stone on it. It's good. Okay. I, 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 I'm not making any judgments until I listen to it. <laughs> I've but... never heard the man's voice and I have no opinion on it. Exactly. I don't know. He could, he, listen, he was a different man back then than who he is now when he put out that album last week that I'm not going to listen to. So. Yeah, I'll, next I'll, week on some point, we're only going to listen to that 20-minute song about JFK. It's going to be great. Oh, uh, bro, I benched Fran Mil Reyes, who I tricked you into giving yeah, up today. Yeah, by the way. Listen, I didn't, it wasn't my plan, but you dropped them, and we're not going to pass up an opportunity for a, for a high upside outfield bat. But I benched him today, and he already has eight points in the bottom of the six, so... Listen, listen to Desolation Row, fuck you. I'm going to go listen to Desolation Row for 11 minutes. And look at Fran Mil Reyes on my bench. I'd like to I'd like to give a special thank you to all the people who allow me to make you listen to Bob Dylan. Uh, oh, and those people are? Uh, those people are, I like to call them... Hi, uh, Kim Tong. Oh, hi, Kim. Kim, how do you feel about Bob Dylan? What's it called? Highway, Highway, 61, Highway 61 Revisited. Oh. <laughs> do you know any... Okay, because that's... I know nothing about Okay, well, we're going to learn together next fun point. My sister's a giant fan of, was a giant fan of Bob Dylan. Should we get her on the call next week? Two weeks from now? Okay. Let's see. She has like six Bob Dylan posters in her room, framed, and a Bruce Springsteen poster. Okay, so one good poster. Yeah. Oh, I also had a one good uh, Bob Dylan poster in my childhood. Yeah. Thank you very much to, to all $5 and above patrons Ziva, Sophie, Silvery Air, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ducky Aisha, Barrier Trio. Yupka, Weedlord Vegeta, Walt, Valerie W, Tufster McGee, Sylvie McAvoy, camping while I go to the next page. Mm-hmm. God, I fucking love this website, dude. The podcast with women. I'm thinking that uh, the one uh, bad Bruce Springsteen uh, like poster or whatever is like the uh, uh, rejected image of the Born to Run art where he's like not even in frame. It's just like a white oh, background yeah. with his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, thank you also to Stephanie Ruff, Sarah McClintock, Ian Lester, Reza Hawkby, Reliet, mm-hmm. Raleigh, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Ongyen Kalolifer, uh, Nick Jagged, Nicholas Tartaglioni. So we had, we did all of our we funny did, voices. We did that voice earlier. Neve yeah. <laughs> Noel Williams, Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jen, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Kay Darling, Janos Capovari. Hex of Lexi, Hecabe, Graham of Steel. Okay, mm-hmm. Patreon just says, uh, let me, give me a second. Mm-hmm. Emily Vanderwolf, Eddard Stoink, Derek. Mm-hmm. Oh, great, great big sword. Yeah, regular. Regular. Uh, Curse Goat, Caroline Savage, Brian Randall, Breakfast, Boygamaista. Had a little bit left in the tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, running Black on fumes Hi- now. Black Hayate is a very good boy. Audrey Olson, Antigone Progony. Okay. Anna XB, sure. 
Uh, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Roy, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Patrick Gallagher, Matt Ribeiro, Josh Veal, Gigantic Larry, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Trigger Harpy, and Alex Schaup. Thank you. I, I really appreciate every now and then there's like, oh, there's a new one thrown in there that we yeah, have. Like, and, and I wonder, is that because like, oh, we have a new patron or is like the order switched up on us for the fourth time? Yeah, there's no uh, way of knowing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you for uh, the donations. Patreon.com slash postgamerthrones. Thank you for listening to Fun Point. Uh, thank you for listening to Highway 61 Revisited and over the next two weeks. Is what so. I'll be saying next two weeks from now. Uh Give me, uh, what do we got coming up? We got, <laughs> I was going to ask for reggae, but I wanted to say, oh, next next week, next weekend, Full Metal Alchemist, Five Guardians of Iron, uh, Words and Deeds soon, within the next couple of weeks, and then uh, two weeks from now, it, uh, that Bob Abdul will still be there. So, uh, give me some reggae. Give me some reggae. Thank you. Um, hey, Mr. Dylan, you know, Streetlight. Thank you, me and Mr. Dylan on the rhino. Thank you um, to to Wendy, Dr. Fink. Thank you, Lisa. Thank Apollonia. you, Apollonia. Thank you, um, Lake Minnetonka. What? Thank you, of course. <laughs> How could I forget? How could we forget about Tuple? Um, thank you to the that, cast. That's why. Right, that's why you're the producer, and we're just you know. Yeah. Thank you, Pharrell, for happy. Um, <laughs> See you next time. Our two favorite media properties, happy and funny. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Me and Mr. Dylan on the ride home. We had a heart to heart about life. He doesn't sound like that. (laughs) We had a heart to heart about life. About life. I'm Dewey Cuts. Is that that's how he sounds, right? I've never listened to a Bob Dylan song. It's so fucking good. <laughs>